Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. How are you, Kim? I'm doing well. How are you? Girl, I'm so amped up from last night. I'm just excited. Yes, I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe I'm just like... I don't know, tired from a lack of sleep because I've been going so, so much, but I'm still excited. Yes, it could be a little bit of both. Yeah. Excitement either way. Woo woo. Let's do it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it all. I'm accepting it all. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. last night we both got to experience the black experience yes, <laughs> with yes. the lovely Amanda Seals. Yeah. That was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. Um... Black, funny, and smart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's on tour doing this uh, comedy show. I don't even know if you want to call it a comedy show because it's like it's schooling. Would it be like she's a schooling. variety show? Is that what they, it's like a lot of things. Right. She's schooling life. Yeah. <laughs> she's schooling life. It's like a class. Yes. It's like a comedy show. And it's like, um, I don't know, just like fun. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> All mixed into Hence, one. Smart, funny, and black. Smart, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was good. It so was we good. went at two different times. Yes. Uh, and your experience is, is different from my experience because of the things that were spoken about and just mm-hmm. the um, the people that were participating Yeah, during the times. But it sounded like we pretty much had the same experience. We both loved it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like so, man. I just wanted to ask you, what category did you think you fell in? Or you okay? You gotta explain what the categories are to the people out there. Okay, well, I don't want to give it away if she's if people are listening and haven't made it to their city. True. Okay. Um, we're gonna talk about them now. Well, okay. So maybe then I didn't think about that. So <laughs> I don't okay. want to give it away. They're gonna be okay because guess what? You can Google this. Like you can YouTube this. Yeah, you on can. There, so you can watch shows too on <clears throat> YouTube. Um, yeah, so basically, I think that's a part of, like, it kind of seems like she set it up as, like, it's a school. Yeah. Like, black being black, funny, and smart. And as a black person, and you kind of fit into one of the houses, you know. Yeah. Uh, I forgot all the houses. Do you know all of them? Yeah, so we got Woke Fam. Uh-huh. We have For the Culture Fam. Yes. We got the Rebel Fam. Yeah. And then we have the... Uh, it's the fashionista fam. I don't, I don't remember the trendsetters the, the trend or something. Center, yeah. I don't remember their exact name. Right, but we got that fam as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely not. Um, she did say that, like, you, you know, we all probably have p- parts, parts of, of all of, these yeah. houses, but you know, one is more dominant. Yeah. Um, I don't know what would be my dominant. It's definitely not trendsetting. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely not the culture fam. Oh, so, so you're a rebel. Because, okay, y'all, let me explain. The rebel fam, <laughs> and because we were in New Orleans, she was just like, y'all some riders, and I see everybody fighting. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so right. She definitely explained the Rebel Fam as being like some real hard fighters. Like, yeah. 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 Like I think um, if I had to pick, I would pick the Rebel Fam, but not from um, the the stance of physical. You know, oh, fighting. Yeah. So you be you would be in a library fighting for the justices, like learning how to get people out of jail. <laughs> on that no, <laughs> like I, I, you know, just I probably I'm somewhere in between, as we like to say. Okay. The rebel fam and the woke fam. All right. So I, I would have to see if I could merge those two. You know. Yeah. In a way, I don't, but I don't know which one is more of my personality. Okay. So we'll see. What's yours? <laughs> So I'm definitely probably gonna go with woke fam. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna. I'm not gonna be in the streets fighting with nobody, but I'm probably gonna be in the in the law library trying to figure out how to get y'all out of there. Right. <laughs> Let me see how to get these foods out of this situation. Right. I'm reading, learning right. everything, taking it all in. Right. Um, I like the culture fam too because I'm like into art and music and just mm-hmm. everything about that side. Like I love all. Things African American related yeah. and things of that sort. So, me too. I love all of it. Like when she broke it down like that, it was just like you see the value in each part of it. You yeah. know, it's just something beautiful about being individual. Hey, black is beautiful, bro. It's black excellence. It's real. Oh. <laughs> it's a moment of silence, right? right? But excellent. But being black and excellent, right? Uh, but we love all people though. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, we do, but you know. Black people are magical, y'all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our moment in black excellence. Right. <laughs> no. We should, you know what? We should incorporate just a moment in blackness <laughs> each month. Yeah. <laughs> just because sure. we should embrace our culture. And just because we learned so much, like, like, not, I wouldn't say so much, but, you know, I did learn last night from mm-hmm. it. Um there were just things that I didn't know or it made me think outside of box. Right. Like she had some uh, games that the contestants played, that she, she her guest contestants mm-hmm. played. And just making you think outside the box on some of the questions that she asked or just debated on and made you go back into your uh, just catalog of mm-hmm. the music that was playing because she had a live band. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I know The that band song. was dope. Yeah, yes. definitely dope. It's it was a, a good show. Yeah, it was a really good show. It was a very dope idea. Like, I love the concept of it. Uh, yeah. So, if Black, Funny, and Smart is coming to a city near you, I know that a lot of the shows have already been sold out. But if yeah. you can catch one at any time, it's actually um, a pretty good show. Now, be mindful of language. Yeah. Okay, for those of us out there that love Jesus and we try not to talk like that. <laughs> uh, but outside of that, you know, it's it's really good. It doesn't take away from just, like, the amazingness of yeah. the show. It's yeah. not that much language. Yeah. I mean, it, at least in my our show, it wasn't that bad. Well, you know, for me. Life, <laughs> you know, it's all good. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so last night was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely look it up, guys, and check it out if you if it is coming to a city near you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next thing I wanted to talk about was you, my friend, me, I'm like, who has been stepping out and visiting other places, other churches, and you got an invite this week. Oh, yeah. You know, the crazy thing is a couple of years ago, you could have never gotten me to leave the walls of HPC. Right. (laughs) Like, 
<laughs> Somebody be like, you want to visit my church? No. <laughs> Never. Uh, but I think, you know, just for me, the more I have grown um, in my personal walk, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just, I really find value in other spaces where the word is just being taught. So right. it really started with following uh, pastors on YouTube mm-hmm. that I really, really love and that I listen to throughout really, the week. Right. And I've just gotten to the point where while I love my home church a lot, yeah. um, I just know that the word can be anywhere. Yeah. Um, and so it's okay to step out and get it. Uh, especially when, you know, there was a time in my life and somebody probably can relate to this where back in the day, like the only time you got the word is when you went to church, you know? And now at this point, because that's just a part of like my whole life every day, like Mm -hmm. I am always in the word. I don't have to depend on a pastor to give it to me. So now I'm just much more open to different experiences and different perspectives and, just all a part of like growing and just seeing God in different ways. So that's kind of where I've been um, lately. So there is a church out here, and it's kind of funny. The only reason I, I visit, so it was my second time visiting today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I just wanted to visit, I was like, let me see <laughs> what this little church about. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I've seen it like on Facebook and I. Mm-hmm. Heard a pe- couple of people say, oh, it's pretty cool. So I was just like, well, you know, let me see what's up. So I went, um, and it was cool. Like, it's the same kind of flow as our church. Uh-huh. It's, it's just a lot smaller. Okay. Um, and the pastor there uh, is black versus white, you know. Yeah. So culturally, it's a little more relatable to me. Um, but the same experience, you know. Yeah. So I liked it. You know, it wasn't like any a situation where I was like, oh, I'm about to just drop my church and leave. Because it's just, you know, same to me. Yeah. And today I end up going because, again, last night I was out of uh, town to go to that show. So mm-hmm. I stayed at a friend's house because our show was really late. <laughs> um, so by the time I got up this morning to come back home, I missed the opportunity to get dressed <laughs> for a 9 o'clock service. Mm-hmm. So I just went to their 10 o'clock. And it was bomb. Uh, the praise and worship was bomb. Really? Uh, yeah. Like the word part, I love to hear a good word, yeah. but I hear so much good word. And it, it's just different types of preaching, too. So you have more like um, motivational style. Mm-hmm. You have more like they actually take the word and break, break down. it down. Yeah. You like, I never saw it that way. Yeah. So I feel like there's one pastor, Dr. Matthew Stevenson. I love to hear him break <laughs> down a scripture, but he's a Chicago girl. I got to watch him online. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but today was good. So it's just yeah. a good vibe, you know, something different. Um, and it's a complete, uh, different from, it's completely different from our church because our church is huge. Yeah. <laughs> and then this church is really small. So it's just nice to be like in a smaller setting, yeah. setting and just, you know, like girls on the front row today. Like I have Look been going there my whole life. Girl, I got to be closest to where the glory is. I know, that's right. That's just, See, that that's just how I feel. All right. <laughs> I be like, how can I get to the front? Um, so yeah, it was awesome. But yeah, so 
Some, I got a little kindling growing up in Christ. Oh my gosh, girl, because you could not pray right, away from the place, girl. I was oh, like, no. Who you telling? Like, no, no, man. No, and I still love HPC. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but I think that, you know, you just grow. It's just different yeah. stages, you know. So you were at a point in your life at that time that you were thirsty. Yeah. Should I say? I'm, uh, I'm still thirsty, right. though. No, I mean, yeah. it's a different kind of thirst, yes. though, right? Yes. Like, so you were searching after a thirst mm-hmm. and you could not let anything. I was trying to get my life. Right. I was trying you from getting to where you needed to go. And all you knew was that you had to be an HPC to get that. And you got that. And so now that you've grown and you've experienced a lot of things throughout that time period, Mm -hmm. you're able because you are so embedded in the word and it is a part of like your daily life and daily walk. You are able to. You know, experience new, yeah, yeah, experience new things and people and places, and so that's so dope. Yeah. Like, I got to see that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. I'm so thankful for that time, for Healing Place, for that, and yeah. you know, not that I'm leaving Healing Place because I'm not, but um, I just think, like you said, it was a moment in life where it was very selfish. Yeah. It was all about like me and my healing and now no nobody has arrived because i have not arrived i'm still getting me uh, but now it's just about like i just like i've said so many times i just love people i want to be around people i just want to be where god is the spirit is yeah so whether that's healing place or somewhere else child sign me up um so yeah and then recently a guy that i worked with last year um hit me up wednesday so last wednesday it was like, hey, our church is having this back-to-school extravaganza, um, and we have some breakout sessions, and we're looking for somebody to speak, and I thought of you, because um, you work with the kids, and you're positive, and Aww. he's like, don't you have this little podcast and uh-uh. something about... <laughs> he ain't put us in no box, did he? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, something about God and some lemonade, and, and I was like, yeah, okay. So that was like, like he called me Wednesday night, wow. um, and the event was friday night yeah and so i was like of course i said okay yeah because like to know me is to know like i like i just love talking to my god like so sure <laughs> um but i felt like not nervous but i wanted more time to prepare so school yeah. is back in right i'm getting up at like four o'clock in the morning just so i can make sure i get to the gym in the morning time mm-hmm. uh the school day is busy by the time i get home girl like it's like lord mm-hmm. like let my eyes stay open just to figure out what to talk about <laughs> so i really didn't feel prepared but the topic that i chose was called i insert yeah. and uh basically the theme of it was i press um and so the breakout sessions were i insert I escape and I move forward or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I chose I insert. And um, I don't know why. It's just the one that stood out to me when he was like, you can choose whichever one you want to do. And we'll give everybody else the other options. Yeah. And so for me, it was just thinking about like how we just need to insert those things that are good in our life. Yeah. But since it was young people, I changed it up. Like insert, I insert everything that's lit, you know. Okay. Lit meaning good, you know, redefining what lit means um and a cool thing that i learned while you know doing my baby research was Mm -hmm. um i'm like where did this whole lit come from because i know that like in our culture how we use it yeah and it really has gotten to the point where if you eat something good if you see something good like Mm -hmm. it just means good it's like oh this is lit you know but really it originated from describing somebody that was so intoxicated 
that they looked lit up like a light. And I was like, wow. And that was interesting to me because I was like, well, Jesus says that we are the light light of the the world. world. So that's really our definition. (laughs) And so, you know, we got to snatch that back from the world as we do everything else that we already (laughs) created that they turn for evil. But that's neither here nor there. Um (laughs) So I just kind of talked along those lines. And so going in further into the conversation, what I found interesting was I asked a question, what is the one thing, the one good thing that God tells us to do mm-hmm. no matter what? Yeah. Like if you can't do anything else in your life, you do this. <laughs> and I was very surprised mm-hmm. at the response. And so you and I had a uh, mm-hmm. Breakfast, brunch, I don't know. We had we ate the other day. Right. And I asked you, <laughs> right. without telling you what everybody said. Yeah. And I was like, Brandy, what is the one thing that God has called us to do no matter what? And you gave you got us- it wrong, y'all. Got it wrong, okay? <laughs> got it wrong. It's not that it was wrong, but you gave me the exact same answer they gave me. And I was like, well, hmm. Right. And that kind of opened up an interesting conversation for us. But basically, everybody said prayer. Yeah. Like, prayer was the number one. He called us to pray. He called us to pray. And I was like, oh. Like, it just really, like, surprised <laughs> me that that was our first thought. Now, if you would have asked me this question a couple of years ago, who knows what I would have said. <laughs> but um, the answer is love. Yeah. The the number one command is to love God and love people. Yeah. Period. Like if you just you, if you just don't have the capacity to do nothing else <laughs> to do anything else, right. love God with all your heart and all your soul and love people. Yeah. You can't say you love one and and don't Not love the other. Yeah. And uh, so I found that interesting. Everybody was like, pray, 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 pray. And so we also put it on our Instagram mm-hmm. this morning to ask the question, you know, to see what people thought. Mm-hmm. And most of the people on the Instagram said love. Uh, we got somebody that said tithe. Um, be obedient. Yeah. Um, those are all good answers. Yeah, they are because definitely it's um, things that we need, need to, to be do. doing yeah. for sure. And it's the st- it's an extension of God's love. You should yeah. be doing those yeah. things. It's like love, love is the God. umbrella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I was just like, wow, what if therein lies half of our problem mm-hmm. as a people? Yeah. That when we get up in the morning, when we're interacting with each other. Our first thought is not to do everything in love. Right. And I was like, hmm. And, it's not, and I told them, I was like, you know, it sounds like such a simple concept because you you get up, you say it to your parents or, yeah. you know, people, you know, every day. And we just kind of use it like it's like not a big deal. Right. But it is mm-hmm. like love changed everything. That mm-hmm. was love. Jesus getting on the cross yeah. um, and dying for, you know. People that as a man he would never meet, you know, it's God. Obviously, he already knew. But yeah. I'm just like, wow. Right. Like we have to really continue to, you know, press yeah. and push that message of love. Absolutely. If people could just get that all up in their spirits. Oh yeah, I think it'd be a totally different space. Yeah, yeah. start to bubble up and change. So that was just that was really cool and just. Um, just an opening, an eye-opening experience to hear yeah. different perspectives and to also see how important it is to spread the good news. Yes. Because there's a lot of 
misinformation. Not to say that praying is misinformation because it's not. It definitely tells us to pray. Yeah. Um, but just in general, there's just a lot of misinformation um, and just ideas about what being Christian is mm-hmm. and what that looks like. That's really not being walked out in the in the world, and it's our job to do that. So. Yeah. It's just so refreshing to to hear that things are still going on like this. Like, I remember, like, my church that I grew up in, mm-hmm. we used to have, like, a lock-in. Like, yeah. We used to do things like that, and we used to talk about just, like, real-life experiences and just, like, how God mm-hmm. was basically in the center of it all and mm-hmm. just, like, how to stay on the right path and not get to deterred with the school year, just them basically telling us to be the light in the yeah. world. Yeah. And so it's just so refreshing to hear, like, that stuff is still, like, going on. Like, we haven't mm-hmm. gotten away from doing that. And, like, the, the children are our future. Like, so I think about just, like, if – we as adults continue on in this life and we never teach our kids to be the mm-hmm, light and to mm-hmm. follow Christ and to do these things. Once we die off, so does these things that we teach or we were supposed to teach our mm-hmm. children and they never pick up the baton and run with it and carry on. Like, so if you think about it, in essence, we're teaching a message to kids mm-hmm. for a world that we will never see. Right. Like, it's so crazy to think about like that, but, like, right. you're instilling messages in, in young people that they'll be able to take with them, and it, it'll work in a world that we may never see, that right. we will be here to, to live in. And just, it's just so awesome that how God, God's word and just God's, just yeah, God is just and just how it transforms you over yeah. time because I definitely see His Word um, and even talking about His Word so much differently now than I did back then. Especially when I was young, like I was not talking about no God. Okay, like I mean, <laughs> just to be real, like you know, you said you went to church on Sunday. Yeah, you knew God was the Creator of everything, but it wasn't like this urgency to talk about Him. Um, but I really give it up to our missions trip to Kenya yes. that, uh, I mean, obviously we use this platform to talk about God, but that's a little different than like standing in front of people and being like, okay. Right. So, <laughs> and ever since that trip, you know, I feel just even like in my mind, a lot more comfortable with the idea. If somebody said, Hey, could you just, you know, real quick, like stand up and say this or yeah, the big one, could you get up and pray, you right. know, and I feel like I've had friends and stuff that put me on the spot before to ask me to pray and I'll do it. I, I, I did it, but it was always like, oh, not me, yeah. not me. But now I'm just like, okay, bring it on, girl, right. especially <laughs> when you're like, you know, your whole trip every day is so focused on yes. uh, Brandy. Would you pray real quick? Huh? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I got that. Right. Sure. No Let's problem. Let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it. Is it is different, and I I can see a difference about that. I find myself like because I think you myself Alcide and um, D yeah. talked about being the church and being yeah. like. Being the mission, coming yeah. back and not letting that die off just because we're not in Kenya anymore right. doesn't mean we can't go you there for and teach all the nations, mm-hmm. right? Like, so I think that that really did stick with us. And mm-hmm. so we are doing things to make sure that that platform is forever and always like 
the center of it all and like, hey, you want me to pray? Yep, I sure will. Right. What? Not my Jesus. You ain't going to play with him. Right. I feel like I say that all the time in this place. Like, yeah. I need y'all to know. And I'm speaking of this place because I am inside of my business. But, yeah, <laughs> like, I need y'all to know I serve one Jesus. Right. And you go, you going to respect it. Right. Right. <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah, so that was it was it was exciting. I'm like, you know, Lord, I'm okay if more of that stuff comes. Yeah. And it's so funny cuz you said something to me when we ate the other day and I was like, "Girl, stop." But, you know, my mom was always like, <laughs> "Oh, yeah." I think that my mom told me a couple of years ago, "Girl, I don't know why. We went to this church, child." <laughs> And uh, one of my friends invited me. So my mom came with me. Because uh, when I'm at home, my mom goes everywhere I go. Yes. Love you, mommy. Hey, shout um, out to mommy. <laughs> um, and anyway, we went to church. Girl, I had on my good wig, girl. <laughs> the good one. It, it was, yeah. It's a really strap. good one, yeah. girl. It's just a cute wig. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, and my mom, I don't know. I was just sitting there. She just looked at me and she said, you going to marry a pastor. And I was like, screw, screw. <laughs> why you gotta say stuff like don't be putting that type of you know and I think I probably do that a lot um who am I to say what God is gonna do because he can do anything I don't know because let me tell you I didn't even know this was a part of my story okay like I did not know that my 34 year old life was gonna look the way it looks so who knows what's gonna happen um but then yesterday you were like, well, what if you're the person that's like in ministry right and then the you know somebody married you and I was like girl why you gotta say that mm-hmm. uh just because it's so intimidating like that's a big deal that is being a ministry right i mean this is a form of ministry but i'm talking about like like really like full-time like <laughs> <laughs> i'm responsible for making sure that i say that we're i mean it's kind of what we do here but it's just on right. a greater scale where you're just like <gasps> but you okay. can do it just like i told you the other day like your form of ministry probably is going to look totally different than everybody else's that you see just because you're a totally different person and your your spirit is different and i mean it may not even seem like ministry to you yeah it doesn't and it and it, it for sure 100 percent is and, right and that's like that's it. what robin yeah. said about our podcast like when we first started and I was just talking to her casually. And she was like, yeah, so um, y'all's ministry? And I was like, wait, <laughs> our what? Don't say that, girl. Right. She was like, but that's what it is. And I was like, okay, right. I'll accept it. But I'm not worthy. Like, he didn't, no. He didn't. I don't feel like he, like, you know, people be like, yeah, I got the call. call. Yeah. I'm just like, I just love God. We got the call. Okay, we did. We we got the call and we sat on it and pushed it off. Right. <laughs> we got a call. It may not again. It may not look like what we see every Sunday yeah. or Wednesday yeah. or what we're listening to when we're engaging in other pastors and other places. But I I do feel like we do have a, a ministry of some sort. Girl, I answered those. Look, you can call me for anything, Lord. I'm going to pick up. Don't you worry. No, you're right. <laughs> I'm obedient. I learned my lesson. <laughs> right. Hmm. After years and years right. of being like, eek, this phone call's not for me. Mm. Right. <laughs> Throw your phone out the window. Can't be no Jonah. Uh-uh. Uh, right. Getting caught Girl. up. <laughs> First of all, Jonah was still disrespectful though, because even when he went, he had right. an attitude. He did, he did. Don't, don't worry about it. Jesus got him there. Right. It's like Jonah, get yourself together. I'm gonna tell y'all this one time. One time only. Because I got to come. Um, but anyway, yeah. That's so cute. Well, 
I guess to get into our topic today, I yeah. want to wrap up our last hot topic with, you know, it's been a fun summer. We did so many great and awesome things. We yeah. made some am- we met some amazing people yes. and established some really really great relationships, but mm-hmm. it's back to our regular schedule, schedule program. program. Yeah. Yeah. So back to work for you and yeah. you know, it's busy season for me. So, yes. um just getting back in the swing of things and just this crazy, crazy, hectic lifestyle that I live and then your your so busyness, your involvement with the kids and just yes. everything that they it's have. It's like totally on. extreme. Yeah, it is. I need like an intervention. Like I don't know what you're gonna do when you have your own family. Like, Girl, what am I gonna do? I don't know. Yeah, I just see your husband and your kids strapped to you, going to these games and participating in all this stuff right. with you. Because I don't no. see you saying no to these kids. I don't. Okay. No. Okay. We'll see. Mm, I don't know. Because in my mind, I'm like. I go so hard now because I can. Yeah. You know, I think that whenever I do have a family, have my own kids, I will have to, I will still go support, but yeah. I have to, you know, I can't sure. be there all the time. Yeah. Um, They're going to be like, uh-uh, Miss Edwards, right. bring your daughter, bring your son, bring your husband. Girl. They're going to want to know your whole life. They, they already know my whole life now. Right. Yeah, so they ain't gonna let you. Mm-mm, you ain't getting the pass. Right. No people gonna be there with you. <laughs> you can't wear my numbers to the game? No. Right. Because all of them know I can't wear your number. Because <laughs> I gotta wear somebody else. I don't got time for that. I'm gonna go with this, uh, this generic number. <laughs> goatee. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. But yeah, so this week we wanted to talk to you guys about um, just being crazy busy. Addicted to Busy is one of the uh, books that we probably discuss. Not probably, we will discuss today. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being busy in our everyday life with everything starting back up for kids going back to school, um, keep employee, employees going back to work if they mm-hmm. work in a school setting, and just kind of keeping God at the forefront of it and talking about um Checking on your strong friends mm-hmm. and just like a whole bunch of other things. So let's get uh, started mm-hmm. with with this. Uh, Addicted to Busy. Yes. So Addicted to Busy was brought to us. Well, I'm not sure if you, maybe you got it before me. I'm not sure if you got it before me or we got it at the same time. But I, I think remember. we got it at the same time. Okay. Because the guy came to our church yeah yeah i remember him doing a sermon at the church and we bought these books in the in the cafe um brady boyd came to us and did a sermon titled addicted to busy because based off his book and you should if you really really have trouble managing time i think this is a great book i honestly am sitting here being a hypocrite because I have not (laughs) finished this book. I did get halfway through it, but it's definitely like halfway through the book. Like I definitely know this book is for me and Mm -hmm. that I need to finish it so I can start applying these principles to my everyday life. But Mm -hmm. just like I say, just going, getting halfway through the book, like it was like an eye opener. Yeah. It's like a wake up call to like, okay, you need to slow down before something slow you down. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely don't want to be in a place where something is slowing me down and it's not, you know, my, I'm not going to say my will, but just like, it's, it's just not It's me. not a choice. Yeah, yeah. It's not a choice. I don't ever want to be in a position where I don't have the choice to, to, to do that. Yeah. Um, but God sometimes puts us in those situations when we're disobedient. Yeah. So, um, Girl, this book is good. It is really good. Um, and 
I've only read a couple of pages, but I can just tell. I like his style <laughs> of writing. Um, and I think it's it's definitely a timeless topic. Yes. Because I think there's a difference in being busy and being addicted to busy. Um, and one thing that stood out to me in the book, I don't know where you were going with this, but okay. it said, don't be too busy putting out other fires that you don't notice your own life. Yes. And girl, so backing up mm-hmm. some years in my life, like in college, um, in college, I was super involved. Mm-hmm. I was taking like the max amount of hours. I was involved just on campus. Yeah. I just had a lot going on. I was an RA, but I was also in a toxic relationship mm-hmm. and I couldn't even deal with it because I had so, so much, much other stuff going on that. The next thing, next time I look up, it's like, oh, it's been two years of this foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so, like, consumed with everything else yeah. around me that I just never could stop and take the time to really deal with what I needed to deal with personally. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, one huge example in my life that where I just remember just being so caught up mm-hmm. that I couldn't take care of what was important yeah yeah that's that's crazy because this is like my life um yeah. i said i wasn't gonna come on here and talk about my personal life but <laughs> i am definitely that you are absolutely right saying there's a difference between just being busy and addicted to being busy mm-hmm. because i fall in the ladder of those i am definitely addicted to being busy yeah i have always been like involved in things and mm-hmm. always stayed active in Anything, whether it was church or school or work, I just always found myself taking on just roles or tasks to stay busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't mind the devil's play- playground, y'all, and it's real. No. <laughs> so, facts. Uh, all facts. <laughs> big old facts. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always been addicted to busy. That's how I function. Like, I don't function well when there's nothing to do. Child, you might as well bury me. If <laughs> I have nothing going on, girl, I just be like, what was me? Right. My life is over right uh and then i remember oh now i'm at work and i'm not addicted to busy but i'm super busy yeah girl the other day i didn't even have any water girl it was like 12 o'clock i was like oh i didn't have water yet okay i probably should right um so we really do have to be in a space where we you know what the issue is uh, pause on that okay i think the society that we live in just pumps it i mean even just america because there are other countries that mm-hmm. promote relax yes chill out what is that calm down in mexico would they take a was a siesta is that mexican oh, okay i I'm mean sorry. that is but I, but I don't know what you're talking about but yes oh it's is. a nap it's like so you take a break in, in middle of the day that's what i need in my life <laughs> i think i'm still growing i need one um <laughs> I'm just saying, do I need to move to Mexico? I, I bet you, you was taking a nap to take. This girl, girl took a nap to go to sleep, y'all. <laughs> yeah, she's that was so weird to me. She was like, "Oh, my eyes are so heavy. I gotta just take a nap. Take a nap. It's nine o'clock, man." Okay, so my favorite little phrase, my favorite little phrase to say is stuff is too involved, right? So, like, going to sleep is too involved. For me just to like get up and do it. Like I got stuff I got to do to go to sleep. But if I'm so sleepy that I can't concentrate on doing those things. Then I got to take a quick nap 
<laughs> before I prepare to actually go to sleep. Oh I don't do that gosh. anymore. Right. Because the way my body's set up, I don't think it's that unhealthy that I'd be that tired <laughs> like that. But yeah, that was bad. I yeah. used to do that all the time. All I used to be time. like, girl, I got to just like five minutes. And she literally would take a nap. It might be 30 minutes. she really get up, pop up and like, okay, and get ready. Like, and start doing stuff. To I, go to bed. To bed, right. <laughs> like, you would call back if we were on the phone or something or we had something to do or if we, just in person. I'm like, okay. Boop, I'm up. Girl, like, because I couldn't function, child. I was like, nothing's going to happen. Like, but um, who is this person taking yeah. a nap to go to bed? Yeah, my mom used to wait. She's like, what? Who takes a nap to go to bed? Girl, because I'm tired and I got stuff to do and it's like, I'm not going to clean my face. You know, right. just like those nighttime routines that right. I need to do. I'm not going to do all that because my eyes are crossed. <laughs> So I need to close in for a second, get a little quick second win, but not too much of a win, okay? Because I still want to go to sleep. (laughs) But yeah, I think we just live in a society where we push um, just being busy because it's always about getting to the next thing, getting to the next thing. Yeah. What what all can you put on your plate? You got to be involved. Um, And I think one thing that he pointed out in this book was uh, like him and his wife had gotten into it and he was like... Pretty much, I'm out here doing the work of the Lord. And she's like, no, you're doing the work of Brady Boy of yourself. (laughs) And so, I think we just have to ask our question, like, uh, ask ourselves a question. Why are we doing what we're doing? Mm -hmm. That's, that's like, super important. Like, whose work are you doing? Right. And what's the purpose? Correct. Guess who was the busiest of them all? Well, I'm not going to say that he, okay, he was very busy. But he had a super important task with Jesus. Right. He did, and he, and he took time. He did. He did take his time. Disappearing, resting on the Sabbath. Okay, like he, going off to places, right? Alone, alone, right? Didn't they lose Jesus when he was younger? No, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> That's because he was just young and bad. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he was out helping somebody, I'm sure, and his mom did it and lost him in a soft solo. Right. But, but yeah, you you're absolutely right. Jesus is definitely busy, and I think about just like Jesus now. He's all of us, the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. Like he got to be listening to a kajillion prayers that were requested right, one time. Like right. he's so super busy, but he hears us. He mm-hmm. slows down enough to hear us, and he speaks to us, mm-hmm. and he answers us, and he nurtures us, and he loves us, and he does all these things so eloquently, mm-hmm. and. We have the audacity to give him the last of our day, the the minimum time. Yeah, one eye closed. Like, thank you, Lord. Right. I didn't, did I finish my prayer? <laughs> right. I mean, did I say my prayers before I went to bed? Because I'm opening up my eyes in the morning. Right. Opening up my eyes. Not even, you know. Won't he do it? So, even in your foolishness. Um, man, it's, it's just like we have to slow down. Like, we have to mm-hmm. slow down and just... Focus on, like you said, the purpose. What What are you doing this work for? Is this God's work? Is this kingdom work? Or is this kindling or Brandy's work? Yeah. Or, or who's getting the glory from it? Right. Like, is God getting the glory from this? Or is it what he told you to do? Correct. And then oh. I think I think about, like, Jesus' life. He was here. He had a short period of time. Yes. And that's urgent. It is. Like, what he was here to do was super urgent. And we don't know the day or hour. Uh-huh. But he still took time. To rest. Correct. His assignment was, like, more important than anything we could ever do. Anything. But you didn't see him, like, <laughs> eyes wide open 24-7, like, 
no nah, disciples right. ain't no sleeping we got to work right. you know get up you know and let's go <laughs> he still took time to recharge so that he could be effective in what his purpose was yeah. and so i think for a lot of us that put all these things on our plates like for me like the question is what are you neglecting that's important like more important than this yeah like we, we gotta work yeah you know, you should be involved. God puts all these interests and stuff inside of us. So, yes, be involved. Yeah. But are you neglecting something? Absolutely. I neglect things all the time, and I can only speak for me. Yeah. Um, like I just told you, just being so busy, so wrapped up in the conversation when we were coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother's birthday was yesterday. Yeah. My grandmother turned 81 years old. Ooh, like, ooh, her birthday was yesterday. Guess who I was? Mm. Smart, black, and funny. Because Brandy has gotten so wrapped up. Just like, oh, okay, yeah, you want to go? All right, boom, boom, boom. Let's yeah. book it. And not thinking, hey, August 11th is your grandmother's birthday. She turned 81. Like, right. <laughs> people don't see that these days. Like, right. 81 is, yeah, it's a big deal. So, like, everybody in town. And I could blame my family for not telling me sooner that, you know, we were, everybody was getting together mm-hmm. at the house to, you know, celebrate her birthday. Things of that sort. But... Just not even dawning on me, like, that's your grandmother's birthday. You should right. definitely be in town to celebrate with her and just, like, love on her and do everything that everybody else is doing. But my grandmother has this. I, I mean, I, I definitely spoke to her yesterday, and I went to see her today because I missed out on everything yesterday. But she, you know, her comment to me was like, you always working. You're always so busy. But I don't want that to be in my grandmother's and grandfather's like head like oh i'm too busy to even take the time out to come and see you like Mm -hmm. that's that's not what i want them to think of me i mean and i know they they're so proud of me and Mm -hmm. they know i work hard and those things but that's something like i should have definitely that should have triggered in my mind you know that should have been like girl you can't put nothing on the 11 like i don't care what you gotta do like where you got to go, like, you should have definitely yeah. been there. So I missed out on a lot of things. And I missed out on that celebration last night. Like, from what I understand, it was a big deal last night. And I'm night. pretty sure they had good food. Girl, what? Hmm. They had some Blue Star chicken. Ooh. They had some other great <laughs> things. Like, oh, yeah, it was a, it was a... It was a place to be last night. So yeah. I, so, I mean, it was a gangster party, but we're going to talk about that. It's family, though. Right. We're past that. Right, 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 right. I mean, but it, I mean, it got to be a gangster party. My grandma's 81. My grandfather right. 85. So it's definitely going to always be a gangster party. Right. But kids coming in town. And so it was It was definitely. So today, just sitting back, listening to the stories, because, of course, everybody's back at, at her house again today. Um, just listening to stuff that I missed out on last night and just like, man, like I should have been here. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely, I enjoyed last night, but my family's where I should have been. Like yeah. missing out on that will never replace like anything that I was ever involved in or doing because that's mm-hmm. my family. Like that's my heritage. That's what, that's who made me. That's who right. made me into this addicted to busy person. Like right. <laughs> It's your fault, people. <laughs> right, like. I, sh- I definitely miss out on things. So to answer your question, yes, we do get so wrapped up and so tied up in things that I miss important things like that kind of stuff. And, right. Um, but it's like, what is all of it for? Right. Like, what's the what's it. the like when you think of your legacy? You know, like yeah. when it's all said and done, kind of talking like if somebody um, 
were at your funeral, you know, what are they saying about you? About that dash, they're going to say she worked hard. Right. <laughs> she traveled a lot. Right. <laughs> and she worked hard. Right. <laughs> I really didn't see her that much, right. but, you know, I knew that she loved me from a distance. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, what's important? Like, what does God call us to do? Yeah. You know? And we have to sit down and... um Make sure that we recharge to have those human connections. Absolutely. You know, I feel like there there are times like when you and I talk, and you be like, "Well, I'm still at work." <laughs> right. It's ten o'clock at night or something. Right. Yeah. You're like, "Child, you just got to walk away." Yeah. Okay. So you just got to walk clean away. Yeah. Like, will somebody die because this isn't done tomorrow? Right. No. No. Right. <laughs> like, if they do, we can fix it. <laughs> right. I mean, wake I can up. Fix it, right. <laughs> Rise up, Lazarus. Like, right. get out. You know. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just it's just in embedded in my mind that like so I have to do things. I have to get things done. Um and it solely rests on me. Like people are counting on me and just betting on me, all bets are on me to get it done and so that's mm-hmm. what that's what's in my mind. I, my work my, I get my work ethic from my mother. Yeah. She's always worked hard as far as Far back as I can remember, my mom has always worked hard, mm-hmm. and so she instilled that in us. And I think it's like a blessing and a curse. Like, yeah, I wish I could be just like, oh, blah, 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 I'm not going to work today, whatever. Like, yeah, even on the days that I don't go to work, I'm working. So mm-hmm. it gets kind of crazy, girl. Because you low key almost talking about bringing that computer to uh, Kenya. I, I was, was like, child, if you don't sit down somewhere, right. <laughs> like, it's the worst job ever. We're on a mission trip. Right. You would not be bringing. This computer, like, yeah. dude, they will be okay for these a whole eleven days. Like, right. somebody else gotta have to. They gotta figure it out. All right. Okay. And guess what? They did. They really figured it out. It was hard catching up. Right. It was a lot of catch up, but they figured it out. It didn't. Right. The place didn't fall apart. It didn't burn down. Life went on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if something happened, they figured it out. Right. So yeah, I I have to keep things like that in my in the forefront of my mind mm-hmm. because not thinking like that, I'll be re- working twenty four seven. Yeah. Because it's always something. Some fire to put, put out. Always. Mm-hmm. My emails are popping this weekend. Like, it's always something going on. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in our busy lives, um, I have come up with some gems that will help myself. Yes. And the people. Yes. Uh, just be... Just be able to keep God on the forefront of our minds and just be present for others. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the first thing I wrote down was to be intentional about the time we spend with God. Mm-hmm. Like I think that has been the most important and it's just like the most, um, the hardest mm-hmm. thing for me to like grasp. And I know it's, it's really important for me to keep him in that time, him and my time just so sacred. Because again, like I don't want to be at the end of my day, giving God my last, like, mm-hmm. like I'm, eyes half closed trying to say my prayers and fell asleep 10 times and woke up like where I was like I don't want to give God that like I definitely don't but in reality in my life like that's that's sometimes that's where I'm at Mm -hmm. and so I have started to make make it a point to get up in the morning it's like I'm definitely not a morning person you go up at four o'clock and I'm probably just going to sleep (laughs) trying to get them a couple hours in because I'm just not a morning person but trying to get up earlier now just to spend that time with God, just to talk, talk to him. I'm talking to him more like 
in the shower, just on my drive, mm-hmm. just being intentional about picking up the Bible, reading that, just mm-hmm. just doing those types of things. Um, Versus like, you know, for those of you that work in situations where you're getting up, checking emails, yeah. and trying to see like, what does work require of me? No, no, no. What does God require of me today? First, right. work will get its attention when I get to work. Correct. Because right. yeah. we, we make it such like, and I, and I say all that to say... We make it a point to make it to work on time. Mm-hmm. We make it to church on time. Mm-hmm. We make it to meetings. I mean, mostly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how hard Jesus. But I mean, we are so into. We make it to the club before eleven, free before eleven. We make it to. I'm just saying, we make it to our dinner reservations on time. Yeah. And we never think about giving God that time, like scheduling out that time for God to. Mm-hmm. Give him that time and not just give him what's left of it. Yeah. So I think that's like something that we all should be mindful of, like not giving him our last, but giving him our first. And now it doesn't have to be the first, but it, it has to be the best. At least make it the best. Yeah. Like be intentional. You definitely need that carved out time, but also to just add on to that, like God is not just for a certain <laughs> set apart time of the day yeah we do need to be talking to him all day right but just those moments where you do have like at least 20 to 30 minutes to be like my attention is on you yeah what's up what's you know up? yeah you know what i thought about uh when i was taking my notes on this those little baby kenyans who who sang oh, that song girl don't make me pull out the video every day Pray every day, pray every day, read your Bible, pray every day, if you want to grow, if you want to grow. Girl, oh yes, my God. That, but that was no that was true the, statement. Don't even like give me reminiscent on that particular day. Oh my goodness. The that best day ever. The best day oh ever. Gosh. Oh, that was the best day ever. Yes. It was awesome. But that just, that song, like it just resonated in my spirit, I don't know, and it was Jesus. That's where it came from. But yeah. when I was taking my notes, I was just like, "Yes, yeah. <laughs> if you want to grow, you definitely have to read your Bible and pray every day, babies." And doing that definitely will put back into perspective how you should be spending your time. Yeah, like God, you've given me these hours. Show me how to use them that glorifies you, that magnifies the purpose that you put into my life, and does that doesn't keep me distracted. You Correct. know. From where you have me going. Absolutely. And the more you read, the more you grow. <laughs> yes. 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 And even even some of the yeah. like distractions or the, the, the struggles that we face, if you're reading your Bible every day mm-hmm. and, and being intentional and just know how how the word says to handle it, you're more equipped mm-hmm. with handling those hard times. You're you're not so easily like you don't give up so easily. Yeah. You're not just like oh. You just you just gonna stand in the word, yeah. stand in, stand on His promises because you know you know this word, you know right. that God says I am the head and not the tail. Right. He is gonna make me the lender and not the borrower. He knows. Yeah. He yeah. know that I'm. A, he knows what I need before I even need it. Right. So, yeah. And now I don't want to hustle harder. I want to hustle smarter. smarter. Absolutely. Show me how to do that. Okay. Um. So. Are you going to be more intentional with God? Or do you have that issue like I do? Um, or is it just me? <laughs> it's just you. No. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> no I don't really. It, that's why I, that's a part of the reason why I get up so early in the mm-hmm. morning. 
um, because I want to make sure I have time to, first of all, my alarm got to go off at a certain time for me to even wake up at the real time I'm supposed to wake up. Wait a minute. So it goes off at four a child, but I'm not like, you know, I'm like, okay, wait, all right. You know, it's a slow process. Um, you got to process. But yeah, I have to read my devotionals. Yeah. Uh, and just talk to God about what I have to do. So I make sure that I have time for that in the morning. Um, yeah. So, but I think I need to make better use of that time. And time like at night, you know, because I have the freedom to do so. Yeah. You know, I'm not in a position where I have family and kids. And so that's what they always tell us. That's the beauty Mm -hmm. of being single. Right. You can spend all that time because when you do get all those things, when you're working and trying to be a wife and a Mm -hmm. mom, you got to get real creative. Correct. How you and Jesus spend time. So, yeah. Right. All righty, girl. So the next thing I have is to plan ahead. Yes. Now, I know plans don't always follow through like we want them to, but it there are some people that make lists and have projects or mm-hmm. do things in order mm-hmm. because they, their mind just works like that. And yeah. then you have some people that is just like, I'm winging it. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to think. Just winging everything, <laughs> whole life. I think yeah. planning always seems to relieve a little bit. Uh, of stress for me I try to plan as much as possible but Mm -hmm. you know again God has other plans uh, sometimes for us but I guess in in this section I just want to be very clear that you should plan as much as possible try to encourage you to plan as much as possible but also be mindful of what God God places in your heart Mm -hmm. if he tells you well, don't follow this list. I want you to do this. Then you should definitely listen to him and <clears throat> shake up those plans because he doesn't make any mistakes. Right. Um, and he gives us. He does give us directions. So, what what's that funny saying? Like, tell God your plans, and he'll tell you what they're not gonna be. Right. <laughs> he'll like tear that. them up and throw them away. And be right. Like, okay, girl, sit down. All right. <laughs> So, like, again, I definitely understand that, you know, all plans don't go as planned, but Mm -hmm. we should be, we should make things as seamless as possible by planning, trying to be proactive rather than reactive. Especially, again, this is for those, I mean, it's for everybody, but especially for those that just have a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't afford to wing it because you have too many things that you have your hands on. Right. Yeah, so. But also be obedient to God's uh, voice and hearing him and just don't be a Jonah out here. Just don't be Jonah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not about that Jonah life. Right. Uh, So the next thing is to, this is a big one. No complaining, right? Yeah. Like no complaining. Uh just like you ever heard somebody just complain so much that they just suck the life out of whatever you're doing like girl yeah that's why i just i'm not in those spaces <laughs> that's it's so terrible can't be. Yeah. girl i have to it's unfortunate because i'm around so many people all the time mm-hmm. that sometimes i am in those spaces like mm-hmm. majority of the time people yeah. are never happy people people tend to just not be happy right yeah. like you can never and i do understand that Everybody's not going to be happy. But, like, my goal usually in those situations is to redirect it. Yeah. Like, to try to make it a positive situation. So, yeah. 
Instead of complaining about a problem, let's find a solution to it. Yeah. Like, definitely no stinking thinking. Right. <laughs> like, at all. Like, definitely. And if, and I, we're human. I, I have my moments where I just, like, just go into that place, but... I have to think, I have to always hold myself accountable because I know how I feel when I hear people doing that. And I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. I can't get, I can't even make anybody feel this way. So I definitely have to counteract it with a positive thought. So, okay, if this is so bad, then how can we make it good? Mm-hmm. Let's be on the right track to making it good because it makes no sense to complain. Right. Nothing and changes. I think we all have moments where you want to vent, and that's a little different than just outright. Like, you know people who every day. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you're just having a bad moment. Like, every day is a bad moment. Yeah. And I'm like, every day can't I'm be such bad. a protector of my energy. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to do it. Like, <laughs> you start complaining too much, I'm going to disappear. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And the time you used to complain, you could have prayed about it. Right. You could have changed that situation like that. Right. So... My challenge to you is, folks out there, mm-hmm. the next time you hear someone complain, make them turn it around to a positive mm-hmm. solution. Right. That definitely helps. Uh, let's see. I have a, a scripture about that as well. It comes from Philippians 2, 14 through 15. Come on with the word. Yes. It says, do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. Yeah. That's amazing. But the crazy thing is, too, in in um, the thought process of being busy, a, a lot of the stuff you put on your own plate. Yes. So you can't complain. Correct. So you got to be like, bruh, like, do you realize, like, some of this stuff you could get off of your plate? Right. Or some of these things you, you can reprioritize because it's not an emergency. So I think if we start holding ourselves accountable for the, the situations we put ourselves in, then what is there to complain about? Correct. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> I'm just saying, girl. Being in You light. can't be over here like, oh, I'm, I work. I'm a part of 18 organizations. And I do this and I do that. And then you complain. But it's like, okay, <laughs> right. so what do you want to let go? And then it's the conversation of, well, I don't want to let go. Oh, okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. Because, <laughs> like, hello? Like, oh. you got to no? All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> So this one is so close to home with me, this next um, bullet point, because I have, man, I cannot express how just my circle is so dope, y'all out there in podcast world. Like, you just don't understand, like, everybody that is close to me and that knows me and knows, like, the real me mm-hmm. knows how busy I am, mm-hmm. and they always check on me. Like, Kendall and just said, She'll call and I'll be like, I'm still at work. And she'll be like, okay. Right. <laughs> like, they definitely you don't check on just, me. Like, put, the, put it now. Okay. Like, they definitely <laughs> make me check out. They definitely, like, hold me accountable. They definitely, like, 
make me think about the things that I'm doing and if I'm intentional. They pray for me. They they definitely do everything that friends and accountability partners are supposed to do. So I appreciate that. So this next bullet point is to check on your strong friend. Mm-hmm. I am the friend that mm-hmm. takes on the weight of the world for everybody. Yes, everybody's <laughs> weight. My weight, her weight, your weight. Right. People weight she don't know. Right. I'm it's like it's happening to her. Taking it all. In real life. Right. But it's not. It's not. But it is. But it in is. In her mind. In my mind. Like, <laughs> it definitely is. And so, I'm definitely not the one that is balling up in a corner crying. I'm yeah. just like, okay, we got to get it done. I got to do this yeah. X, Y, Z. So, I'm going. I'm going to go. And I'm, like, you're almost like the friend that. You know, when stuff, like, something real is happening, like, okay, only calling Brandy in a real, real emergency. (laughs) Because you know that anything that I say that's negative or against me, like, she's ready to ride. Right. Or she's ready to take it on. And I think we have to do a better job, too, just as friends or as people to not try to lay all your burdens on people because you don't know how that affects them. Right. And that's why we need to talk to Jesus first about some stuff. Yes. Um, but especially when you know that you have a friend who just, if I'm crying about something, she about to cry about it. Yeah. And I know, I, I mean, I know I've just seen you in situations where um, it has nothing to do with you at all. You just, it has Taking ruined it your day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a couple of days. Yeah. And you still can't bounce back from it. Right. And so I, I definitely think that. Going extending the whole check on your strong friend, uh, know what things you need to bring yeah. <laughs> to those people that take on that stuff. And it's great, you know, to be a person who will, you know, carry burdens of people. Um, but at some point, you gotta be like, This is overload, right? Like, is this overloading you, Brandy? Okay, let me not. Okay, I'm just gonna hang up. right because brandy has to be able to download that that stuff so friends that are taking in information or carrying the weight of the world of your family and friends you definitely take the advice from me download it somewhere talk Mm -hmm. to jesus do an external hard drive right talk to a therapist talk to somebody to not hold it all in because it does it it truly affects you Mm -hmm. and um you don't want to be again like we talked about at the beginning of this in a position where you don't have a choice yeah to to actually make a decision as to whether or not the next move in your life is your choice right like so um yeah so i i definitely feel you on that one uh definitely heart checks with my friends i definitely started doing that because just saying hey what's up it ain't gonna get it because people be lying, right? <laughs> like me, <laughs> yeah, I'm going good. And Number one, world be falling apart, y'all. World be falling apart, right? So the, the moral of this whole story is, if you have a lot going on, reevaluate what's on your plate. Okay, make sure that things are on there that God said needs to be on there, yes. and that the things that are on there are a part of whatever your purpose is, and that you're not neglecting the things that God has put in your hand for real, for real. That you need to pay attention to. And just because we don't want you to be addicted to busy does not mean that we want you to be addicted to lazy. Okay, that's a whole nother conversation. Mm -hmm. Like God did put us on this earth to do some stuff now. Okay, just don't overextend yourself to the point of sickness or you have to cut stuff out against your, you know, desire. Um, And 
I don't know, girl. Like, we're going to continue this conversation on our social media. Yes. So follow us on Instagram at God and Lemonade. And let's talk about this for the rest of the week because it's so important that we have the capacity to focus on what God wants us to. But until then, we want y'all to remember that God is in the details. <laughs>